So let's talk about dick noises. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I mine several... doesn't whistle or smoke. I mean, smoke isn't a noise, but uh, mine whistles no. and it has a fizz. It has no, kind what, of a purr and fizz. Specifically, where there's smoke, there's noise. That's what I've always heard. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly, when it comes to dicks, one hundred percent. Kind of a dot matrixy noise. Is that weird? Should I see a doctor? <laughs> mine makes modem sounds. Is that? Uh, <laughs> more that's more accurate yeah okay it was okay. built in the 80s so yeah, yeah okay fair sense. enough several episodes ago i think it was the fast food episode but i believe i brought up an arby's or something about how a friend used to grab the, it was an old arby's and a friend would grab the microphone at the arby's and make dick noises oh, which okay. seemed completely normal to me until you all were like, <laughs> yeah, oh, wait a second wasn't. uh dick noises yep and yep, i that was one of those things you know, Homer Simpson backed into the shrub and <laughs> kind of disappeared, uh, although it clearly was picked up by our listeners. Um, former Exalted Topicman uh, T. Thomas D. Bauer ben- Dental S. He can go to hell. Uh, commented in a- an email that he's pretty sure he knows what I mean about dick noises, so I'm not <laughs> making this up. That's the and comment? I'm it telling you, to I, all I, I, the guys. I was probably in my 30s before I realized, like, wait a second, that's not a thing, but growing up, uh, we we would always, for whatever reason, <laughs> was like was like a dick noise. What? Like that was the noise it would uh, make when the you're the beat off the fake beat off hand. The like beat this off guy. No- yeah, you you kind of shake your beat off hand. You're like, <laughs> I know that one. Yep, yep. And mm. and like you got a round <laughs> mustard dick with a little red round skinny tip. That it's like a Plotchman's barrel. <laughs> I mean, pick any mustard, little Captain Travis, if you're not familiar with Plotchman's. But yeah. <laughs> it could be any mustard. That's the sound people made when they were mimicking like a sprinkler, too. Oh, well, mm. it, could be, it could be a lot of things. I it mean, depended if you looked both ways before making the noise is what it comes down to. <laughs> Dick would be pretty low on the list of noises that I would, or of sources of that noise, if I it's, just heard the noise. You know, it's like... Um, Food flavoring, like uh, if if you, if you had a cherry flavored Kool Aid, you know that flavoring is cherry, but it, in reality, it doesn't actually taste anything like a cherry. But you, uh, your mind doesn't question. You're like, well, yeah, that's, okay. that's cherry flavor. So I never connected that. Well, yeah, dicks noise, don't make noises. It, it was just, okay. you know, when when you grab you know, the loudspeaker and go, <laughs> like you're you're like, oh yeah, he's making a dick noise. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, he got him. for celebration. <laughs> yeah. He got him. I hope he. I hope he does. Born in the USA. Oh yeah, he did it. <laughs> Huzzah! Yeah, yeah. Never was with anyone who reached over, grabbed the mic, and said anything. And definitely not dick noise. Um, though I do now. Yes, I know the thing you are talking about. I'm shocked that I came around to your side on this one. Uh, I, there, there was no way. And then somehow you pulled this, Matt. You pulled this. Out of your hat. I mean, uh, even just, so, I amazing. still would have called it perhaps at best, Corey. At best, I would call it the beat-off noise, not the dick noise. Okay. Um, I well, if you look it up, Webster's Wikipedia calls it pud knocking. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. So that's three to one, Grant. I guess your friends uh, I never guess made pud knocking right. noises. How did you guys uh, simulate pud knocking? Uh... <laughs> I, I, just, I don't know that we ever did. We should go to an authority. Let's go to the the Foley artist at Pornhub and see if he's, <laughs> he's got his mud boots on and a oh yeah all over me. Jelly. 
I want it all over my tits. Oh no, I recognize nope. it. Yeah. Oh. I love the okay, so every time they do like a behind the scenes Foley artist, it's always like, This is how we do broken bones and he breaks some celery. That's classic. I think it would be uh. funny if you were doing broken celery for everything in porn folio and folio. <laughs> <Foley. laughs> like opens up the pizza box, it's like breaking the <laughs> Here's how we do quadruple penetration. Crunching celery. <laughs> now here's how we do quintuple. Yeah, that, and just that might be about thing. right. An extra piece of celery. Yeah, that <laughs> might be about right. That might be the right noise. <laughs> yeah, use a carrot for a blowjob noise. Crack. Yeah. Now I've never seen her had a blowjob. Why do you ask? <laughs> <laughs> I assume it's like a carrot break. It sounds horrible. <laughs> I don't want one myself. I don't want one. are going to take advantage of uh, the current media landscape. As it stands, these streaming services, they will pay anyone any amount of money to make anything at all. They just want stuff. They just want stuff. It's a hungry market. That's not even an exaggeration. Any amount of money to anyone (laughs) for anything. And once I heard this, you know, the, the gears started turning. Uh, I was, I'm figuring out how to wet my beak over here. So, You're like, I'm anyone. Yes, anyone. Uh, hold on. One, two, three. That's me. Uh, so what we're going to do, and we're going to do this, you know, in a half hour. It's going to be nice and quick because we haven't started at all. And, again, it requires no effort whatsoever. It requires no skill. That's us. So, so it's airing at the end of this episode. <laughs> so we're going to make a sitcom. We're going to just throw it the fuck together. We're going to get four episodes. Uh, and then we're going to surely pitch it to... We'll, we'll have all the streaming services bidding. It'll be a bidding war. You know, they're just going to go $7 billion, $9 billion, $14 billion. Do I hear all the money in the world? All the people, do I hear twice as much as all the money in the world uh, sold for ten times as much as all the money in the world? That's a lot they of money. You, mm-hmm. you don't you don't really end up with ten times the money in the world. Yeah, with, you end up yeah, with like, like two and three and times the yeah, money in the world. Yeah, yeah, it's, like it's, it's a it's a ripoff. It's a ripoff. It's, it's almost not worth winning all the money in the world. <laughs> no, it's it's really not. But that that is the sacrifice we are going to make to you today. We're going to earn 0.3% of all the money in the world. <laughs> so, uh, the, and the thing is, we're going to do it by being extra lazy. We're not even going to come up with one sitcom. We're each going to come up with a quarter of a sitcom. A quarter of not really even an idea. That's oh, how little work we've been tasked with. I have those while pooping. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Corey, <laughs> Corey, what is the title of our sitcom? You know what? I'm just going to tell you, and then I'll tell you the research that brought me to it. But the sitcom is, eyes up front, you dummies. (laughs) (laughs) I went through a lot of market research to see what would get the most most positive reaction. Um, uh, I tried two and a half friends. (laughs) I tried curb your friend enthusiasm. Sign friends, mm-hmm. uh, the Bob Newhart, the Bob Newhart friends, 
<laughs> and Roseanne Field. <laughs> <laughs> he also had a show just called New Heart Friends. Uh, but yeah, anyway. <laughs> right. That's a joke for almost no one. Um, <sighs> but we come up with eventually eyes up front, you dummies. That's perfect. That will work. That'll <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that'll stream. That'll stream. <laughs> Trust me, that'll stream. <laughs> so obviously. In the show, eyes up front, you dummies. Uh, you know, most you know sitcoms they'll have like they have they like the main set. You go to other places sometimes, but like you got on the Office, you got the Office. On Full the House, you got like the the main living the house. room. You know, and the Cheers, you got the bar. It's you got the, the main setting, and so of course the main setting in Eyes Up Front, You Dummies uh, is a malt shop in the 1950s. Of Ooh. course. Of course. That'll play. Okay, that's like where, it's yeah. Okay. popular yeah. with kids these days. Yes, 1957 malt shop. So we're talking like, like, there's definitely, we're going to have some cardboard cutouts of like uh, bobby soxers and poodle skirts uh, oh, fill yes. out the background, right? Right. Okay, yes. I know when we are. I know mm-hmm. when we are. This will stream. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> this will stream. By the way, Corey, as our resident... Uh, streamologist? Hollywood expert. Uh, I prefer streamologist. Is there some exorbitant cost to um, moving into the next room of a set that you think already exists? Because in, in Cheers, you've got the bar, right? Uh-huh. And like one out of a hundred episodes, and it was a special. They would go to the back room yeah, really quick or something, room. and it was like, if how, how hard was it to to just turn the camera and film over there for just shake it up a little bit? And it was like, nope. Where every uh-huh. one of these sitcoms is in the room. A hundred percent. It's because they're renting a small room. But you know what? I know a '50s diner that's got an old warehouse next to it. Clearly not because of asbestos. But anyways, <laughs> we can double room it. Brilliant. That's fine with me. Uh, so this is already coming together. It's we're practically done. Um, just to tie up all our loose ends, uh, Ben, what's the show about? <laughs> well, as <clears throat> uh, up front, you dummies. Mm-hmm. Uh, follows a college student. Alistair Jack, or Prez, Winfield, who is the scion of an old-money, blue-blood East Coast family. And these are all about his misadventures at State College. See, he's there uh, pretending to be an average Joe so that he can live in the financial, aid do- the financial aid dorms to be closer to his love interest. So this is like, you know, Three's Company meets Coming to America meets uh, Ferris Bueller. I mean, that'll stream, am I right? Yeah, that, that'll stream. <laughs> What's All even more have. surprising is that my decision to set it 70 years in the past somehow didn't screw up your premise. <laughs> it's mostly intact I was yet. pretty certain it would... Uh, it's going to get more intact. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's going to uh, get more intact from here. That is it's only going to get more that intact. That is interesting. And, you know, eyes up front, you dummies. That's like what the professors always telling yes. them, you know? It's a welcome back, Cotter sort of thing. Yeah. And that was... You said that was uh, Ferris Bueller meets... Uh, what were all the? There was a lot of meats there. Uh, you know, Jack or, or Prez, sometimes as he's called, um, <laughs> he plays it fast and loose, and he's always seems to avoid trouble by the seat of his pants. And so, I mean, there's other things, but there, it, there's some three's company kind of element three's company, to all of this okay. of like these near misses of like, oh boy, he's in a tight spot here, and then you know, uh, so coming to America with the you know pretending to be uh, poor and the right. Um, Ferris Bueller, because you know, fast and loose. Well, I, and I mean, I heard, at, I heard at least three meets. You know, it was Ferris Bueller right. meets uh, uh, Three's Company meets Coming to America. Like the more it's meets, a meat better, lovers right? sitcom. It's a meat lovers, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it's a meat lovers. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little high, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Give me a Dagwood sandwich of a sitcom. <laughs> Mild high want. with ripoffs. <laughs> so like all good shows, all of them, can't name one that this is not true for, this is a spinoff of a previously successful show. The thing is, uh, anthropologists are currently engaged in, uh, though have not finished, tracing back all successful TV shows to the original successful show from which all of them spun off eventually. Because <laughs> uh, every good show spins off from another show. That's how it works. Spinoffs always work. So you always. can trace it all back. There, eventually, the they will discover the head vampire show. Uh, I want to know, Matt, what show are we spinning off from? Yeah, it's like, what, uh, Grant, you're right. It's like one of those, I've seen... Um, like posters that you'd see at like a college dorm poster sale that has like, uh, whether it's music or beer, like that, you know, they all like yeah. artists that, you know, family tree all the way back to Jesus or whoever invented the first <laughs> beer or whatever. First uh, brewer, first sitcom writer. Uh, he did a lot of things. The thing is, though, That's why so I, I, this is actually even a little bit broader than TV because spinoffs, uh, that you know, you've got like your branch of TV spinoffs, but there's, there's other media that kind of can be, uh, brought in here because sometimes, you know, a, a brand might um, cross uh, cross genres or, you know, you might create a TV show from a video game and so forth. Uh, so this, uh, the source of eyes up front, you dummies, mm-hmm. uh, is actually a movie. But like I said, um, it's not uncommon to take popular IP and go into different verticals. So, uh, Eyes Up Front, You Dummies is the sitcom spinoff of Schindler's List. <laughs> ah, that is a little confusing because I thought it was from the spinoff of Eyes Up Front, You Dummies, the movie. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, 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 that's unrelated. 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 I know, Completely unrelated. I know. You, can tell, you can tell that this one's related to Schindler's List because uh, Yitzhak Perlman played the violin intro in both. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, this is the 50s. It's uh, five years yeah, it's, later, you know? Yeah, it's, it's later. Right. It's late. Five years after the war. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know, eyes up front, you dummies, is not <laughs> is not so far off of something that you may hear at a uh, at a prison camp. Yes. So it's uh, well, the the it's, the, it's the, it's the you the and dummies had version. an umlaut over it when they were saying, <laughs> yeah. but uh, it, it meant something different. <laughs> when, when they're pitching, when they're pitching, hey, how about a prison camp TV show? That sounds terrible, but we'll call it Hogan's Heroes. Oh, actually, I can get on board for that. Yeah. Oh, it's a funny dummies. It's yeah. like softens the blow. Exactly. Like, exactly. Remember an atrocity? Yep. Try yes. not to. Try to try to remember it less. <laughs> Holocaust? How about the Hall of Prophets? Huh? Think about mm-hmm. that. <laughs> we'll be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You guys want to riff on Holocaust a little bit more? Or yes. We wanna... uh, okay, let's just go. I, there's a whole... The door has been open for Jewish stereotypes. on Holocaust episode. Just... Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so, Ben, you've already given... You've already created your character, right? Uh, or is a there another more... one? Well, no, I mean, uh, I didn't get to tell you too much. I mean, you know that uh, Alistair Winfield or Jack or Prez, as he's known, um, you know that he's an East Coast blue blood. You know that he's you know, pretending to slum it so he can be in the financial aid dorms next to this uh, girl he's after. Um, but, you know, he what you don't know is so far that he got his nickname back in boarding school um, where his fellow uh, Blue Bloods picked on him because he was a paraplegic. So paraplegic, Jack, that's what, so they called him Jack or Prez like FDR. Um, so, <laughs> there you go. You know, but the thing is... Also, he was caught jacking off in the locker room. Anyway. <laughs> yes. 
He was caught jacking off so to the prison. He, yeah. <laughs> yes. What's under uh, F2? Uh, blanket. To a, a, a pinup of Herbert Hoover. <laughs> yeah, that was the scene from Schindler's List. That, yes. uh, that's the spinoff. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't know is that when he met his love interest, he was, you know, in a wheelchair at, a, at the malt shop. And he didn't, she didn't know that he was in a chair, that he's a paraplegic. So the whole series, he tries to act like he's standing up, like his buddies are propping him up. He has fake legs or he feels like pant legs full of, uh, nice. you know, two Classic. cats and the cats run around and go crazy. He's, they he's have like, to go on dates more. where uh, legs aren't useful, useful, like skydiving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just Kermit the Frog arms going behind him like streamers <laughs> as he's falling down. <laughs> I promise, army crawling is romantic. I, is romantic. I promise you. I heard it the somewhere. The Beach Boys yeah. said so. Pull-up competition again. <laughs> uh, That's exactly uh, what I had in mind. So, obviously, you know, we have Jack, the main character, and so we also have... Grandpa Jack, the soda fountain operator, works at the uh, the malt shop, uh, and due to uh, obvious age related restrictions, he's played by identical twins. <laughs> <laughs> identical eighty six year old actors. <laughs> Jack, the main character, assumes that since his name is Jack, he's also a paraplegic. And he winks at him a lot, like, yes. hey, yeah, your secret's safe with me, wink, wink. Even though he's, know? like, tap dancing in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, he's good. Yeah. He's really good at pretending. <laughs> ah, the master. I have so much to learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, Corey, what character did you come up with? You know, my character uh, is one of those wacky neighbor characters. Um, uh, I have Dregrelag the Soul Flayer. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, Lag so is a st- standard bone demon <laughs> lit from within it's a standard bone demon lit from within by an evil glowing mist um, clothed in a shroud of standard bone demon yeah standard bone demon you know clothed in, clothed in a shroud of metal shards um, mm-hmm. uh, and I uh, you beat me to it, but it is puppeteered by triplets. <laughs> <laughs> so is it like a thing where they can only work a third of a time, or is it that it takes three people to no, operate? No, it him? takes three, because there's two people in the Dregulag costume, and then one person in his Deathbringer sword, which is, um, it's inhabited by like a sass-talking uh, spirit, uh, Sarax, oh. the Aspect of Vengeance. Oh, and so God. one of them's always in the sword saying wacky shit. Um, and like I said, this is the wacky neighbor. So there's like, there's going to be antics where, you know, uh, Dreg Relag, like, you know, bursts into the to the dinner party to ravage souls. But it's like, Dreg Relag, this is my <laughs> boss, his daughter. <laughs> so I got to tell you, I can already see a spinoff with Sarax. I can already see that. <laughs> That'll stream, trust me. There's something about Sarax. <laughs> That'll stream. Yeah. <laughs> That'll stream. <laughs> So yeah, Dregrelag is just you know, the wacky neighbor. He's very wacky. Little comic L- relief. Lives next this was to the, getting too to serious, shop. so yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was a little serious, I think. So that this will really lighten the mood. Really lighten the mood. He's supposed to, I mean, if you didn't get it, he's a bit of a comedic character. Yeah, well, when, when he comes in, uh, he'll like start to deliver his line, but then the audience will be cheering so loudly that he'll, yeah. he'll have to like just Play awkwardly the stay souls. there a little bit. Play like, the souls. Uh, that's really... Yeah, 
that that's really the brilliance of is just writing good characters because if if you can write a good character like Dragerlag and the audience loves them, uh, you really you can get. 10 to 15 minutes of audience applause per episode <laughs> and it cuts down oh, it, it, you do the work up front and the episode the work you have to do for episodes uh, in the future is just we very minimal we need to get some good characters very minimal the reason that I think uh, we're gonna get a lot of mileage out of drag lag is um Matt's talking about that that applause break that just keeps going on, which every time you know he flays someone's soul, he'll be like, "Did I flay that?" and then <laughs> it's just laughter and clapping for a minute, you know. And he's guaranteed to do that once or twice because, like I said, he's ravenous for souls. Mm. <laughs> and every character has him. Every one of well, them. Well, he is a bone demon. Mm. Standard bone demon. Yeah, he is. A, he's, he's a bone demon. So we know. We know that. That's the. That's the thing is that he's not too complicated of a character. There's not too much that you know. It, it's right. really easy to just get in and understand exactly what's going on. The Keep every it man next door. Mm-hmm. Relatable. Yeah. Uh. So Matt, which kind, which type of bone demon are you gonna introduce? <laughs> well, it's not a bone demon, although uh, I, I think there you, you do get a lot of interesting interplay with this character and uh, Dragger Lag. Mm-hmm. So uh, my character is TJ, played by Timothy Michael Clark. He's <laughs> uh, he's a classic teen heartthrob uh, who in the show is a former Cubs pitcher who uh, fizzled out of the majors <laughs> due to his struggles with alcohol. <laughs> Uh, he lives next door as well. Maybe I think he's on the other side of, of uh, yes. you know, Drager Lag lives on one side. <laughs> it's, TJ's it's a know. residential neighborhood with a malt shop right in the middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> house, malt shop, house. And we don't we don't actually ever see TJ because his face is partially blocked by a shrubbery. <laughs> it, just just throwing this out there. What if he shows up in a non like. Uh, standard place. Is there any way we could get him to like, you know, like hide behind a different shrubbery, or is it just the same? Well, shrub? it's a. It, it is. It is mobile. So he his big thing is he frequently barges in on family dinners, uh, <laughs> and you know the shrubbery kind of comes with him. It's he, we all, right. we creatively uh, you know make sure that there's always a reason for the shrubbery to be there. <laughs> well, blocking. TJ like passed out in the shrubs again last night. His exactly. alcoholism is. He's going right. door to door selling shrubs. Yeah. I mean, so there's one tucked so- in his vest. The, the, the shrub excuses write themselves. I mean, we've already got 100 episodes worth of it. And the thing is, we, we, we talked about Dragerlog getting that uh, clap break with, with his um, tagline. Mm-hmm. TJ, basically the other half of the episode, uh, when he bursts in and says, My pee-pee hurts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the audience, love it. Yeah, they lose they it. They eat oh, it yeah. up. Oh, yeah. They eat it up. Hello? Hello? Who's that? Do you hear Disney Plus? Yep. Yep. <laughs> That'll stream. That's a lot of money, baby. Okay. What I instantly heard was a rap song feature that he features in and then a Kids Bop version of it. <laughs> uh, and once, you, once, you, once you get Kids Bop PP money, that's... <laughs> I got that ouchie PP. I got that ouchie PP. <laughs> that's a pretty sweet rap, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Guys. Oh, yeah. Yep. I feel it. Do the line yeah. dance at weddings to that. Very appropriate for 1957. <laughs> yeah. Fits right in the malt shop. Yep. PP now, y'all. One drop this time. <laughs> Two drops this time. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't quite Everybody do that. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> do you think there's yeah. Do you think there's any members of Little Cap and Travis who have never heard the cha-cha oh, slide? <laughs> There's no <laughs> fucking way. 
No. There's no, no fucking way. I, like, I would just love for this to be the straw that broke their back. They're like, nah, I'm fuck this thing. I'm out. I, I think yeah. at this no, I think at this point, Corey, the question is, do you think there's any members of Little Cat and Travis? Yes. <laughs> with the question mark yes. after Travis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, considering they don't even know what those words mean. Uh, <laughs> right. We just told no. them several episodes ago. Yeah. You know, it's mm-hmm. like uh, there's 100 like a episodes challenge. after they stopped. Mm-hmm. Of like a, a, the shortest phrase that you can Google that will return no results, but yes, like we've Google been whack. we've been trying to like put for for 160 episodes trying to come up with like the shortest bit that will eliminate all uh, fans, <laughs> and, and we we may have just done. Yeah. It. I think we just did it. At the very least, we topped ourselves. <laughs> it yeah. might not be the end point, but we've, we've there's some taken t- a step. There's closer. a dial of. S- Stupid and and weird inside reference, and we yes. just keep yes. tweaking them until someone's like, "I don't fucking know what that was." <laughs> this is stupid. Yeah, yes. It's only half an hour a week. Come on, hang in there. Nope, no. <laughs> this is becoming the podcast you don't listen to, but just pin to the fridge. Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you did a podcast half hour, this week, honey. Huh? Uh, yeah, I'm yes. just gonna text this mm. to the fridge. Neat. Yep. Uh, well. The good thing about uh, these characters is that if we decide to do a dinner party episode, it'll be a two-parter with, with all of the interruptions that will be happening. <laughs> right. Because we nice. have multiple characters who love interrupting dinner parties. So, yeah. Not even going to get to the, the main course in that one. Um, let's Let's write some episodes here. And in my experience as a TV uh, writer, producer, and creator, of which I have none... What works best is to just create an episode title and then just sort of guess what it might be about for a couple minutes. Uh, that's great. Uh, yeah. So that is what we're going to do. And knowing actual writers, you're not far from the uh, <laughs> the true theme of things there. Uh, the episode title that I came up with that we're this is going to be this is the pilot basically. I mean, it's just so simple. Uh, it's called the one with the communist mailman. <laughs> <laughs> There's a communist. There's a mailman. He's a new guy. Oh, but he's a communist. It's spinoff from Schindler's List. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, mailman's mailman comes by and delivers a package, and uh, Dregrelag bursts in uh, mid like whatever's happening. They're having breakfast or whatever, you know. And he bursts in and is like, "I think your your mailman's a communist." <laughs> Jack's like, "Who cares? He delivers my mail to the malt shop." <laughs> <laughs> He's the best damn mailman in the, in the world. <laughs> Maybe too good. <laughs> <laughs> you say he's perfect at his job and incredibly friendly, huh? Hmm, seems suspicious, considering he's communist. Uh-huh. And it turns out he's Santa. <sighs> right? <laughs> then at the end of the episode, they're like, did we, was he real? Wait. And then there's like presents for everybody. Like he, he's dressed in red, and everyone was like, hey, old red over there. And then like, wait a minute. And then... It's like a wacky yeah. misunderstanding. He's not actually communist, you see. Every it's I gotta have a happy ending. So it turns out that he was uh, lynched and hung from a tree for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> and they all have a good old laugh. <laughs> he was just playing Santa at the mall. This card in his pocket says he wasn't a communist. He's an anarcho-capitalist. He's <laughs> an anarcho-syndicalist. No, wait a minute. <laughs> well, let him swing. <laughs> um, Grant, I love what you've done there with uh, your title structure. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I also have adopted your title structure. Um, I wonder where uh, we came, where we got it from. I have no idea, but uh, I, I want to pitch the one with the sexy raccoon. <laughs> because there's going to be raccoons in the malt yes. shop. 
Of course. Right. It's right. a malt oh, shop. Yeah. Think of a malt shop with vents that couldn't be penetrated by uh, raccoons. Not in the 1950s, you can't. No, not in the 50s. <laughs> no, they didn't have those. No, that's why we have yeah. the vents, the malt shop vents we have today, is because <laughs> right. of all the raccoon infestations. So they've got their fads of wearing coonskin caps, and that attracts a sexy raccoon into the malt shop. There you go. And when, bah, bah, and when bah, that bah, raccoon bah. scuttles in, the TV audience is like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like uh um uh uh Jack is uh crawling around one handed with a broom in the other hand trying to shoo shoo get out of here. The girl mm. walks in and he's like I'll kick his ass. And then he like, TJ. And TJ grabs his foot and like moves it up in the air like in a big <laughs> kick motion. And stay oh. out. Whoa, Jack, watch out. Yeah. And then exasperated, he looks turns to the camera those. and says, my pee-pee hoods. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then the rest of the episode is applause. Till the credits. <laughs> and applause, 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 commercial break, or turn for commercial applause, 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 and roll <laughs> So Jack's laying on the ground after the raccoon attack, and the, the girl of his dreams comes in, and he's like, hey, meet you for some Greek reclining dining later? <laughs> just, just getting ready for our date. I'd love to eat grapes, but without being in a recumbent pose, though. Is there any way that we can... No, this is the way my doctor says I have to eat them, and you have to do it, too. <laughs> my doctor <laughs> said by the way this is the 1950s women will believe what someone else's doctor yes. t- told them yes uh matt you got an episode title for us because we're halfway through the season yeah i mean it's a little embarrassing i don't know again yet how i also used a conventional <laughs> episode title uh format uh my episode is uh, titled death pale reaper O ye whose call marks final eternity, (laughs) swiftly may you bring sweet release unto thine victims when Prez loses Dregerlag's car keys. (laughs) (laughs) Prez has a hot date. Dregerlag has that cool bone demon car. Prez, I've got to get across town. There's some souls to flay. Quick, give me my keys. Yeah. Uh, oh. Oh. Well, see, the thing is, Drag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, I've voiced a sitcom before. I was gonna say, Corey, you're really good at that. Yeah, uh, I think that one could be. That one could be very good. <laughs> As opposed to the first two, which we know oh, will no, be shit. Yeah, the, the, the first two will suck, but it, it'll be fine. It'll, it, you know, it's, it's <laughs> beginner's luck. Momentum. Beginner's luck, but then we snare him with a good one. This is the yeah. one p- your friends tell you to watch until because it gets good. Yeah, watch until the third episode. Watch until the third oh. episode. No, wait, the car key one. Trust me. <laughs> the thing is, we could stop here because, like, you know, TV seasons used to be like 30 episodes long, and now it's like, oh, there's a season of this streaming on Hulu. It's five episodes. Like, psh, it's nothing. We could do a three-episode season if we wanted to, but we're going to give them the bonus fourth episode. Ooh. Right, Ooh. right. Bonus. Because because three is enough, I mean, that's the point where the audience is that's kind of like... That's also the name of the spinoff, but anyway. <laughs> um, you know, you got to mix it up a little bit by that one. So for the fourth one, they've got to change locations. Mm-hmm. So the fourth episode, two in the pink, one in the sphinx... <laughs> Is set in Egypt. They, you know, they, they take a field trip. Jack has a quick study abroad in Cairo. 
<laughs> I can already see the out exterior establishing shots that then cut to a very realistic looking uh, interior of the space. Uh, <laughs> very realistic, like just painted background with some sand on the ground. They but, forget to get rid of the, uh, the voiceover going, for years, mankind has wondered about the shape of the pyramid. <laughs> the mysterious the mysterious pyramid. The, the love interest is like, Jack, I'm, I'm so glad you took me to this magical and mysterious shape called the pyramid, but do we have to travel by sedan chair everywhere? <laughs> That's how Cleopatra did, honey. I want you yeah. to have the Cleopatra experience, honey. <laughs> but Jack, how can you afford it? You're in the financial aid dorm. Grandpa Joe, it, Grandpa Jack is inexplicably, you know, drying a malt glass, just walking right next to them, just, yeah. Oh, actually, uh, like the turns out hat. he won. He won. Yes, he's wearing a pharaoh hat, otherwise yep. malt shop uniform, and he's like, oh, yes. he Jack won the uh, the local the talent show. He got a bonus, and then he winks at Jack, and then yep. Jack winks at Jack, and then the the audience is like, wait, which Jack is Jack? And you can hear the audience <laughs> winking. <laughs> TJ's like uh, they had an exhibition game with the you know the Cairo Pharaohs or something like that. And he's trying to pitch again, but uh, he's clearly drunk. Yeah. Yes, Jack. I think there's an axe biting your leg. They're they're they're, they're touring through uh, uh, like a pyramid and they see a sarcophagus and Dregor lies like, oh, I, I flayed his soul. I remember that thousands of years ago. Oh, that was a hell of a soul. Drag relax. That's a hell of a season finale. It kind of just it's it's uh, exotic locale. Mm-hmm. It's got all the characters kind of doing their their thing. You know, really tying up some loose ends, but also like leaving them wanting more. It's one more episode than you can watch on a long plane flight. Like so, yeah. <laughs> something to watch on the way back. And uh, to really like give that that end of the season cliffhanger, uh, Grandpa Jack tells Drag relax that he's pregnant. <laughs> Greg Rag, you're pregnant. And then my pee pee hurts. <laughs> and then, uh, then they say, This has been the most interrupted dinner party of my entire life. <laughs> Roll credits. <laughs> Season two teaser is uh um they're on the uh they're on like the Mori Povet show and it's like uh Serax, the aspect of vengeance, you are not the father. Oh! <laughs> hey, can I get one of my songs on this on this show? Does anyone know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we will take whatever the cheapest music is. We'll be looking for something cheaper than free. <laughs> Two men enter the fighting pit. And, and the fight, pyramid, fight. pyramid, pyramid, wait. And the sit, oh, yeah, sit, I, I was thinking calm. the original, but uh, yeah. No, 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 no. We're not licensing your version. We're licensing a cover of your version oh. that will be cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Oh, man. Look, Captain Travis, uh, obviously we know Eyes Up Front, You Dummies, has mm-hmm. got a bright future ahead. So <laughs> let's start spinning it off. If you have an I- idea for a spinoff of Eyes Up Front, You Dummies, uh, let us know. Email us at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail.com. Hey, and if you want to check out some behind-the-scene pics of, of our show, uh, Eyes Up Front, You Dummies, you can find us on Instagram. We are Free Legal Advice Podcast. And for uh, TJ's My PP Hurts t-shirts, <laughs> there's uh, links in the bio. Well, uh, like Grant always says, uh, when I go to 
uh, follow us on Twitter at FreeLegalPod. My pee-pee hurts. <laughs> that was one time. Hurts. Uh. Uh, and if you like the show, <clears throat> go ahead and plan uh, two dates for one dinner party. I'm sure you can work it out. There's, there's, <laughs> ah. Go ahead and play two souls at the same dinner party. I'm sure it won't be super yeah. awkward. Oh, Greg Relag came over with one of his get splayed souls quickly schemes. That didn't work. <laughs> Classic. 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 A classic bit. Episode 65. I've discovered I'm not interested in investing in the healthcare sector. I, yeah. Not as not as sexy. It, is, mm-hmm. it doesn't appeal to my dick as much as it needs to. <laughs> you got any uh. dick apps that you're... What have we done? <laughs> sure. Well, so we got about a handful left, and I am very confident, Grant, that at least one of these will make your dick move. Mm, dick's a handful, so... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Shiok, S-H-I... <laughs> you want to spell that one more time? S H. I O K. This is an me. app. This is an app about Snoop Dogg curse words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, t- turn any word into a Snoop curse word. That's <laughs> a real schneop fucker. I'm gonna read what it is, but I'm gonna I'm gonna make if they do that, then I'll give them. Yeah, the, we'll the, invest in Snoop okay. curse words. Yes, because it's it's a second. I didn't get to the second word. It's a two word. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I'm in sandwich. <laughs> close, close. Shiak Meats, M E A T. Shiak Meats mm-hmm. is a cell-based clean meat company that makes shrimp and crab. <laughs> again, I, again. Someone told them go too narrow. big of a market. It's like people are trying to make fake meat. Okay, but what if we make fake crab and shrimp? Like you know, like imi- what if it was like an imitation yeah. crab meat? What about They're all <laughs> a library app for balding guys named Daryl? <laughs> yeah, it's, that can connect like, to five other Daryls. It's called Five Daryls. <laughs> it's called Five Daryls, but it's spelled really stupidly. Oh, you yeah. won't believe how we spelled five. Only- Hint with a Z. P H E I Y V E Z. That sounds like <laughs> nothing for me. I'm more of a dentist, though. <laughs> the, the first half of these things promise the universe, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. the last half filters it down through a coffee straw. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, okay. That's, that's really the formula. Promise the universe to your coffee straw market. Like that, that really Our really omniscient is. powers. We can do anything, and that's why we're going to ship contacts a lot faster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With astigmatism. Only right. for those people with astigmatism. Right. We're well, not, not, not farsighted. Not, not doing farsighted. No, 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 I mean, in the future, we could maybe branch out. <laughs> the margins are just, yeah. the, the margins just aren't there right now. We're not, we're not shaving that much off. It's, we've lost yeah, a lot. It's, okay. it's two days. It's two days. It's two, oh, it, man. It's two days if it's international shipping. If it's domestic, there's really no difference. Turn internet over.